Welcome back to Thinking Logically. It is the day after the midterm elections. And last night did not go the way uh, we thought it was going to go, Joe. Uh, what We just need to dive into this, and we're going to cut right through it today. Let's start off with uh, the good news. And the good news is, uh, Ron DeSantis has turned Florida into a red fortress. And uh, so that's good. That's good for, for the Republican Party. In addition to that, we think that the Republicans are going to take back the House, although it may be by one, two, three, four seats, not the 20 to 25 seat margin that we originally uh, predicted. Other than that, the Senate is still in play. You know, we have Blake Masters still out there. He's only down by 90,000 with 72% reporting. Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock are headed to a runoff election on December 6th with 99% reporting. Herschel Walker down 17,500 votes. And it looks like Adam Laxalt probably going to win in Nevada, which would negate uh, the Fetterman win in Pennsylvania. So that means either Walker or Masters have to win either of their races to take back the Senate. Joe, am I missing anything on the positive side of things? Yes. Nancy Pelosi is done. Done. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. I mean, as long as... No more Speaker Nancy Pelosi. It is just Representative Pelosi. Right. Um, The other good news I thought, Joe was that Pennsylvania dumped all of their melon voting, all their melon votes early on. This doesn't give the illusion of a 3 a.m. vote dump where all of a sudden someone up by a million votes at midnight is now down 500,000 at 4 a.m. in the morning. I was pleased with that. I thought Pennsylvania, you know, you didn't hear a lot about any anything going fishy in Pennsylvania other than they ran out of ballots somewhere in eastern the eastern part of the state or out of paper in the eastern part of the state. I'll get to that later, but yes. Yeah. Um, we just didn't hear a whole lot other than that. Um, you know, we, we saw that some of the tabulating machines in Arizona, 20% matter of fact, were, were not operating correctly early on in Arizona. Um, we'll see how that, you know, how that affects things. Uh, if at all. Um, the other good thing we saw, Joe, some of the other positives last night, Brian Kemp won big in Georgia. So hopefully Stacey Abrams' c- career comes to an end. And we saw finally Beto O'Rourke lose for what, like the third time now to um, to Greg Abbott. And hopefully his career uh, is coming to an end as well. So there are some good things that came out of last night. Ron DeSantis, though, was sticks out to me. I mean, they called that election, the polls closed, and, and within like 20 minutes of the polls closing, the election was called for DeSantis in Marco Rubio. I mean, they absolutely put on a clinic down in Florida. Any takeaways from that? No, um, it, it seemed like a pretty nice and clean election. They got all the votes counted in about 68 minutes or something, was it? And we had a winner announced, and 
Um, it seemed like it turned Florida completely, completely red. I mean, he, DeSantis won some of uh, Dade County, Miami <clears throat> Dade County. It's crazy, big, crazy. yeah, big. big. This is something that the, 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 the Republicans were losing this area by. I could be wrong here. I'm just going to throw out a number 20, 30 points. Right. That is the most liberal part, Democratic part of Florida. And DeSantis ran it up down there. Big time. Uh, What else? 99% reporting right now in Florida. Florida's, oh, they have all the votes. All all the votes are counted in Florida. Um, What What were you watching last night, Joe? What what were you, how are you following the, the results? CNN and MSNBC. Yeah. So I was someone watching. Has to do it. Someone has to, someone's got to do it. Someone's, someone's got to do it. You're right. I was watching uh, the Charlie Kirk show on Rumble uh, on my laptop. Jack Basobic was on there, Savannah Hernandez, a couple other people throughout the night. And I had CNN on, on the TV going back and forth between there and Fox just to see uh, what the coverage looked like, you know, how they were kind of spinning things. Uh, so as we told you guys last week, the House was 220 Democrat, 212 Republican with three vacant seats. And I think right now, how many seats do we have? 204. 204 to 187. Twelve pickups, I believe. Twelve pickups, and there's there's still some to be counted. Yeah, there's still so, a lot to be counted. Which is if, if everything stays the same, if I'm reading that right, Joe, if the Republicans picked up eight. That means that gets flipped. Two twenty Republican, two twelve Democrat. The House will be flipped. There's no question yeah. about it. Will it be a three or four seat majority or something like that? Two, three, four seat majority. It could still be there. I'll get into this in a minute, but there are still a lot of races that we don't have results for yet. Right. And and before we get into Pennsylvania, because that's what we're going to talk about next, you have to give it up to Florida how they run their elections down there. I mean, you knew within. An hour, two hours, what the result was. I mean, there's no BSing around down there. I mean, they get right to it. You know who wins, and it's over with. You know, case closed. So 99% reporting at, oh, God, let's just say 9 o'clock, I want to say. Yeah. And then, okay, I'm I'm looking at the Senate race in Arizona, and they're 72% reporting only. How long does it take to put a memory card in a computer and upload the votes? I know. I know, right? They said that, I don't know how current this is, 500, 500 to 900,000 ballots could still be out there. What? How's that possible? Um, it doesn't matter, though. The, the news already has the, the, the narrative that this was a not a red wave. It was actually a blue wave. Let, let's just, let me go over this. Let's just, because what, what the fuck happened? What the fuck? just happened last night doesn't make any sense so going into this all the polls said people were not happy about inflation gas pick pick whatever the problem is pick it find one i'm sure you will so they show up to the polls in record numbers and vote for more democrats this is the third time in two years the democrats and biden had a giant surprise victory on election night the first was the 2020 presidential primary if you remember where, not the general, the primary, where after finishing fourth in Iowa and fifth in New Hampshire, President Biden somehow managed to dominate Super Tuesday and win the nomination outright that day. 
Then in the general, we all know what happened. He was behind in seven key swing states. Um, that is until all of those same states stopped counting at exactly the same time. And then fast forward to 4 a.m., he caught up to Trump. Give another five days, he's announced as the unquestioned winner. And now yesterday, where voters seem to have rallied around this president, his agenda, his policies, and candidates that support those policies. And it has stopped the tradition of what should have been a bloodbath for the party in power in the midterms. I want to say something fishy is going on because these, these numbers, when we go over them, some of them just don't make any sense. Um, but they could be right. But if they are right, they don't match the polls. Again, you'd assume people are really happy with the way things are going to this country by, by the election. You would. In some places. Except in some blue states. So let's go over this. The Republican candidate for governor in Georgia, Brian Kemp. Ask If you're listening, ask your, your wife or your husband if they know who the hell Brian Kemp is. They won't know who he is. Won by 17 points. Yet the famous Senate candidate that was a star running back in the state of Georgia is losing to Raphael Warnock. Got by 17 plus points. I don't know what the numbers are for, for, for Georgia anymore. And then you got Herschel Walker, who was polling just as good, not much further behind him, is 17 points behind? Are you kidding me? Well, okay. Now, also, when we go to PA and some of the places, they didn't have enough paper ballots in some of the locations, like Mark said. What does that say about the turnout? It, it does, it's, doesn't make any sense. More people turned out and, and gave, gave them a vote of confidence is what it sounds like. The Republicans, at the same time, somehow picked up house seats in blue states of New York and New Jersey. Maloney lost. I mean, this is the suburbs of Mark. This is the suburbs of New York City. So we got a red wave in Florida. Um, all the votes are counted, decided an hour. You got red seat pickup pickups in New Jersey and New York, blue states. And then we go over to the West Coast. We have Carrie Lake. Is she going to lose to a woman that didn't campaign? But again, Republicans are winning seats in New York <laughs> and other places. One out of five machines in Maricopa County yesterday weren't working. Crunch the numbers. That's 20%. Katie Hobbs is in charge of that election. She's on the ballot. She had two years of warnings about these machines. Where are the final numbers? It's How, how, how much longer is this going to go? How long does it take? I'll ask again. How long does it take to put memory cards in a computer and upload the freaking votes? Mark. I don't know what they're waiting for in Arizona. I don't know what the holdup is. I mean, Arizona. What happened in Nevada, too? Nevada was is, just, a, there, there was nothing out of Nevada for hours. Arizona, yeah. Arizona's way behind everybody else, I, I think. Nevada has 80% reporting. Arizona, as of right now, 4.15 in the afternoon here on Wednesday, 72%? I mean, what are we doing? Fix it! Get the work! You had two years of warnings about these machines. Two years of warnings about the machines. They were all called conspiracy theorists. Day of election. Boom! 20% of the machines in Maricopa County are down. Shut up. It's not a conspiracy. MSNBC says, listen to us. Don't listen to people on Twitter. You have people recording it two years. Two years to get it right. And then you have people saying, hey, can't question the election. We only got 72% reporting. You got to get shut up and let them count the votes. Cardi, 
Carrie Lake's headquarters were shut down because of a, what was it? Suspicious package. She had no access to her headquarters the day before the election. Did they ever test the material that was sent to her headquarters and say, hey, it's nothing. Carry on at the headquarters. No, we still don't know what the fuck happened there. We don't know what happened with Paul Pelosi. We don't know anything. Yeah. <clears throat> um, regarding what's going I mean, on in Arizona is, is with, with Carrie Lake, they, they shut down her headquarters the day before the election and the machines aren't working. And then no one is saying, hey, guys, come on. This is like this is the second time in a row. And, and you were warned. It's 4.15 right now. Biden's about to make a speech. I'm going to, I'm DVR and I'll listen to it later. Don't forget about Oregon. Oregon has 78% reporting, Joe. How does and... Oregon, how is Oregon close? Explain it to me like I wake up every morning and eat crayons for breakfast. Explain we, we to me how Oregon is close. We how is Oregon close? Republican Christine Drazen to win. She's right now down by 29,000 votes with 78% reporting. Take uh, your time. Take your time. But how are Republicans doing good on the West Coast? Not in PA. Not in Western PA. I have some theories on that. Uh, I do have some theories on that in, 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 a, in a couple takes. Do you want to get into Pennsylvania? or? Yeah. Let me. <sighs> yeah. All right. This, oh man, this one, I, I texted yesterday morning, Joe, I just, I woke up and I just felt something was off. Something wasn't going to go right in Pennsylvania. And Josh Shapiro, I mean, obviously he was predicted to win. I mean, he outspent Doug Mastriano by a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot. So to me, there was, there was no surprise there that he won. And we'll talk about that race in a second, but we need to talk about Oz Fetterman first. I, I don't, I don't understand how the people of Pennsylvania can vote for someone who can't struggles to put together a sentence over a heart surgeon, a much more central candidate on issues. It, this one really, really, out of all the races, Joe, I think this one had me the most upset. I mean, I, I honestly, I barely slept last night because I kept thinking, what, what have we done? We're going to have John Fetterman in the Senate for six years? People say, no, oh, no, better. you're not. You're Broke. not. You're not. He'll get better. Years. You don't know that. He'll be I've fine. Seen a lot of stroke victims never recover. You um, don't know if he had a stroke. We don't know if he had a stroke. He could be anything. He won't release his medical records. Dr. Oz conceded the race today. He, apparently he called uh, Fetterman. And who answered? <laughs> his wife, obviously. Uh, my take on this, Joe, before I turn this over to you. You know, the people of Pennsylvania. And I thought Oz kind of grew on me. He was down by a lot at the beginning there. He kind of grew on me. By the end, I thought he was a pretty good candidate. You know, I thought he was, again, a lot more electable, going to represent Pennsylvania a lot better than John Fetterman would have. But 
there's always looking back. Hindsight 2020, Joe. How would David McCormick have done against John Fetterman? I think that the Fetterman campaign did a good job of painting Oz as not a true Pennsylvanian, as someone from New Jersey. And I think that really resonated with voters. I think people saw through Oz. And I, I, I feel like the abortion issue in Pennsylvania, as it was in a lot of states here in the Northeast, possibly came back to bite Republican candidates in the end. I, I don't know what else what else to say about that. Well, how else we could frame this race, Joe? And I think that's why Mastriano lost big. You know, you're talking about a split ticket as well, Joe. And I think Mastriano, in the end, hurt Oz. You know, you didn't have that symbiotic relationship between the two. You had a lot of people that voted Shapiro and then voted Oz. And, and I think those two play off each other, you know, as we saw in different states as well. So I don't think Mastriano helped Oz at all. Um, we could talk about Trump. But, Joe, what do you think? What's your take on this race? So when I went to vote, I sat down and I stared at that bubble next to Fetterman's name for, for what felt like an eternity there. And I, then I told myself, no, this isn't high school. This isn't some joke for homecoming king vote. This is the United States Senate. And I, I filled in the bubble next to Oz. I, I said from the beginning, I, I would love to see it. I would love to see a Fetterman Senate campaign. Then I got the press because I thought they'd hide him. But you saw right away his victory speech. My Lord. I didn't see it. You texted me at like 1.30 a.m. You think you could look up from your piece of paper there, John, Senator Fetterman. He, he started off scratching his head for what seemed like 30 seconds and then giggled into the microphone. I'm not really sure what to say right now. And I'm just thinking, believe me, we know, we know. His wife's going to end up being, he's, she, his wife actually, he may be found dead. His wife may kill him. <laughs> but it's, it's ridiculous. The whole process is ridiculous. I went to bed around 3.34 in the morning. PA Senate had about 88, 90% reporting, I think, around that time. Um, but there was no way for me to find out how many actually ballots were, were left. Why, why is there no process for that? It's confusing to me. Again, the only nominee for a seat that was actually held by the GOP managed to lose to a Democrat who campaigned in a bas- basketball shorts and a hoodie and couldn't form complete sentences. But they won Senate seats in other places. like And they're very competitive in blue states. And they won House races in blue states. New Jersey. When you think of New Jersey, do you think of Republican stronghold? I have a theory. And it's just a theory. We have, we have nothing to prove this. But it's just, it's very hard to cheat in small local elections for house seats, for stuff like that. It, it is. It, it has to be. Unless there's tens of hundreds of thousands of people in the district. Now, for a statewide election, it's easier to cheat. It's just my opinion. It is what it is. How else do you explain some of these things? I don't know. Maybe there is an explanation. I'm not saying there was cheating. I, I'm just saying I want to see a box score for these elections. Like, like it's a football game. How many yards? You could see... Hey, how the hell I, – I saw the first half. Central Valley dominated Aliquippa. How the hell did they lose that game? I want proof. And then you just, you're showing the box score right there. It's right here in the box score. You can look over it. <clears throat> Why? We don't have any reporting out of Arizona yet. 
how long does it take to put a memory card in a computer and upload the vote? Well, we shouldn't be surprised. We saw this in the primary. I mean, this went on for three days. It's just they must be so incompetent in running elections in Arizona. It must be beyond belief. I mean, how can this happen twice? They, in they a matter need to of get months? someone on the ballot that, that can fix the election. Oh, Katie Hobbs was on the ballot and was in charge of the freaking election and had two years of warnings. Two years of warnings. And the media is just going to bat and backing it. Just like they covered for Fetterman and told you Fetterman was fine, the media is just going to cover this right up. So if you're listening, you got to pay attention now more than ever. And you cannot trust this media. CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. Once you understand that these people on television are not journalists or experts, but instead they're actors and what I actually like to call operatives, things will start to make a lot more sense to you. I agree with you on 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 what you said about you know rigging elections on a on a on a statewide level. I think it's easier to 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 uh, bring fraud into play on a statewide level, not so much at the at the local congressional levels. I do agree with you on that. I, I mean, again, we're not saying that that happened. I'm just saying, and I think I agree with you that I think it's easier to do that on a statewide. I agree. I agree. Um, but. I, I just can't believe we elected John Fetterman, the mayor of Braddock, a lieutenant governor who barely showed up to work, who is has suffered from a debilitating stroke. We don't know if it's a stroke. A senator of the United States, Joe. Wow. Wow. All right. Wait, again, though, I understand you're upset about Fetterman winning, I would honestly be totally fine with Fetterman winning if Mastriano won or was at least within the margin of error and competitive. Here's that's 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 a lot of that, Joe, is on him. I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna touch on Doug and then we're gonna move on. So 94% reporting still for the Pennsylvania governor race. Doug Mastriano has yet to concede, but he's unable to make it up that there's only six percent left. So there's, he's not able to make up the difference. There has to be either cheating that he proves or something like that for him to not be conceding now. All I'm going to say about Doug is he spoke out in 2020 to stop authoritarian mandates. He's always been there for his constituents when he needed them, even if it was outside his area. These days, you don't see many politicians wanting to actually help their constituents. Doug Mastriano is a good man, but because he stood up to the lockdowns, vaccine mandates, mail-in ballots... He was blackballed. Don't ever forget that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you bring up good points. I mean, and he did all of that. And he was one of the few people that did all of that. But electorally speaking, I think he was a below average candidate. Well, you they, can make the argument if he ran, if he ran in a different state, he maybe a blue state, he would have won. Makes no sense. <clears throat> He, I think he brought a lot of this on himself. And we can go back to the abortion debate. What happened to all these, what happened to all these people, Joe, in Pennsylvania that, that were supposed to be flipping from Republic, Democrat to Republican? And what happened to all these new Republican voters? What happened to all the mail-in, the, the, um, the lack of mail-in voting this year outside of Philly that we saw on Twitter? Somebody posted that 29 tweet thread 
saying that the mail-in voting wasn't wasn't you know wasn't what it was you know two years ago. What happened to all that? How did how did he get blown out? How did Oz lose when you add all those things up? I think, my opinion, uh, suburban women who supposedly were coming out in droves for Republicans who were breaking for the red team uh, actually broke for the blue team and voted Democrat. Why? I think a lot of it had to do with uh, abortion rights. I mean, what else can you say? I mean, he got smashed by Josh Shapiro. And I think a lot of it was self-inflicted. He wasn't coming to the middle on any issues at all. Josh Shapiro, at least, came to the middle on a couple things, but that was more than Mastriana could say. He was just too polarizing. They started, Joe, the day after the primary, attacking Mastriano. That was back in May. It's November 9th right now. They were relentless on him for six months. And they outspent him. And it shows. The results show. I mean, you could talk about Trump, too. Maybe people are sick and tired of Trump. Maybe they don't want, you know, he did he did have a good night in terms of endorsements if you look at the numbers and, and whatnot. But maybe some people in some areas of the country don't want anything to do with him anymore. Red states, people that are leaning right or, or America first are winning. It's, it's almost... Well, like I told you last night on Charlie Kirk, you were asking me what they were saying. I said... They're saying the farther south you go and the farther west you go, they are voting red. They are voting America first. I mean, we even saw some some border districts, Joe, went blue on the border. How's that happened? Doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense at all. It's like, how does that happen? What is I, I just can't believe that. I mean, maybe this is how the country is, Joe. Maybe it's 50 50. Maybe it's 50-50 down the middle. But in a midterm election, we had a giant polar shift during a midterm election where blue states went red and red states that went blue. But at the same time, Mr. Red State, Ron DeSantis, who was like the model for governors, blows everyone out, gets all the Hispanic, black vote, everything. It doesn't make a lick of sense. Not saying there's there's fraud and there's, there's cheating or something, but it's if that's the case... You can throw the every future poll, throw it out the window from now on, forever. I mean, Trafalgar, uh, who throw it all out, throw it all out. There's no I way you can tell me. Go ahead. No, 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 no way, no way. It could be like this, where certain just places that are usually blue or red, Maloney lost. That is, isn't that Mr. January Sixth Committee? Yeah. Is he a Democrat? Joe, I don't even know who, I'm not even sure who Maloney is. Yeah. I've heard, they kept hearing talk about him last night. But, you know, the other good thing is, and I, I heard this on Dan Bongino pa- Patrick, today. You cut out. Patrick Patrick Maloney. You know who he, you, you would know who he is, put it that okay. way. Okay. So he lost. Yes. He was on the January 6th committee. I, I'm, for some reason, I feel like he was. I, I, I yeah. could be wrong. But according to Dan Bongino, one of the other positives that he took away from last night is that the electoral map is being rewritten. All right? And you may say, why? How? People are leaving New York in droves for places like Florida. 
People are leaving California, as we know, for places like Texas. Okay? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That means that <clears throat> down the road, maybe we might not feel the effects of this right now, but down the road, when New York only has one or two less electoral votes, California has a couple less electoral votes because their population declines because people are leaving. And you add those on to places like Texas and Florida. And now, and even Arizona, now you are having the, the electoral map being rewritten. It's now already it rewritten. harder for Democrats already, to win. If you had people leave New York who are, I'm guessing most of them are conservative and go to Florida, making Florida stronger. At the same time, you have in a blue state of New York, Senator Patrick Maloney losing just outside of New York City. The 17th district, I think, is just outside New York City. Losing, he's the guy on the January 6th committee. This should be their wheelhouse, and they lose this race. They dom- they get dominated in Florida, but Western PA goes so blue. I don't know. That's, that's on us, I guess. If, if, if there wasn't fraud, then you're about to get what you deserve, PA. Maloney lost by 3,000 votes. Wow. Audit the audit. I'd, I'd welcome them to audit that election. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get I don't get Herschel Walker like anyone with a brain. You can't tell me the guy that went to the University of Georgia and were they national champs that you're. I believe so. Played played football there. Hometown hero. I think he lost his hometown, Herschel Walker, somehow. But some somehow for, for governor, Kemp wins. 17 points. I understand Stacey Abrams was hated by Republicans, but I thought she was liked by Democrats. I, I, I don't get any of it. I, I just, it doesn't make any sense that you got to take all the polls, all the election maps, and just turn them upside down because none of it matters anymore. You got blue states in Oregon, in Washington, having possibly a Republican governor and Republican senator. And then you have a brain dead, a brain dead, literal brain dead senator from Pennsylvania. And, and he was exposed on national TV or whatever on a debate stage. Well, don't worry, Joe. We will get to see him on the Senate floor. Believe you me. I hope they don't hide him. I hope they don't hide him. Don't you let can't him... hide in the Senate when you're debating bills. We'll see, though. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. What's it going to be with a giant computer screen? A giant computer screen to swear him in. And then you're going to read the whole swearing in ceremony on the computer screen. How else are you going to do it? Yeah, I mean, going back to Herschel Walker, I mean, you know, from what, from what you hear in the national media, they're saying candidate quality matters. And Herschel Walker wasn't a good candidate. And they painted him out. You know, we saw all these people. They try to bring his you know, people that he tried to have forced abortions on, on, on Good Morning America or whatever you want to call it. I mean, they were just out to get him in, in the attacks, Joe, obviously work because well, I don't they know, were because they, they, they attacked him for not being, they attacked him for not being a prepared candidate. What about John Fetterman? You saw the debate. Explain his stance on fracking. Explain his stance on anything. Explain his stance on, on one thing at all. Go. We'll bring you on. We'll have you. We'll have you come on the show. Explain it. Yeah. Explain what he's for, or does he even know? Yeah. Joe, we have to talk about um, one race before I want to get into Trump and DeSantis. Another one that absolutely blew me away, and I just said, uh, 
what? All the polling was the exact opposite is New York. Lee Zeldin got destroyed by Kathy Hochul? I mean, what? But but no, but everyone else, every other Republican in that state did well. Makes no sense. It's like he they said, lost, hey. Yeah, he, the 92% of the votes in, Joe, he's down by 323,000 votes. How is that it's, possible? It's like they said, you know what? We love, we love the mask mandates. We love the, we love it all. Give us more of it, except in the local elections. We want Republicans. Makes no sense oh, at all. It's God. like I said, it, it seems like, it seems to me like if there was cheating, it was just at the state level. State elections. Kathy Hochul got blown out in that debate against Lee Zeldin. Lee Zeldin had all the momentum in the world. He was a young, solid candidate. And you're Polling telling well. me? Polling huh? amazing. Polling, the polls Polling were amazing. So wrong. Polling amazing. Was polls actually were wrong about leading. everything. They got, they got the House races wrong, and they got the governor race wrong. But yet, Joe, Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, Albany, and New York City, literally the entire rest of the state is red, except those four areas that I just named. Look at the numbers in New York City and tell me, Zeldin did better in New York City than, well, Staten Island, I guess, is a little bit more right-leaning, but he did amazing. New York City? I mean, how can you vote for Kathy Hochul? Never won an election. I mean, Lee Zeldin was coming in hard on crime. New York City is a mess for all intents and purposes. Unbelievable. Uh, this one just blew me away. I mean, it wasn't even competitive, Joe. How is that possible? It was comp- it was competitive for the first hour. It looked it looked like he had a as soon as it looked like he had a real chance, all hopes were just crashed. I can't remember where, where the votes started coming in from, but it was like 80-20 or something. And he just didn't make it up and he it was weird. He didn't make it up enough in some of the red spots even though it was good turnout. But again, all the people in those all, all the house races, a lot of them went red. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Alaska real quick. I forgot to mention, bring this up. Um, 71% reporting in Alaska, Joe. I don't know if you had a chance to look at this one. Uh, Kelly Shabaka up by 3,500 votes on Lisa Murkowski, the incumbent. Kelly Shabaka is also a Republican. We talked about how the ranked voting system goes. Did you know this, Joe? If like either, neither one of them hit 50%, they take like the last place person out of it and they, and they take their second place votes. And then they tabulate yes. those. Yes, it's like that. It's like that in another state too. It's all. It's all messed up. It's, it's, so, it's so effed. Crazy. This is America. This, this is who who developed this logical voting scheme. Yeah. This is worse than the BCS system. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. It's it, it, it's it's yeah. it's bad. It's We're, it's 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 really. How about yeah. a dead guy got elected? A, a dead Democrat who died. He was eighty five years old. Yep. He got elected. He won. And this was in Pennsylvania. So in Pennsylvania, meanwhile, other other blue states had 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 many red waves and a lot of like you know house seats picked up that were you know flipped from Democrat to Republican. Strange. But in Pennsylvania, we voted for two Democrats that were dead. Fetterman and whatever this guy is. I don't know <laughs> if it was a state race or what. 
Uh, all right, let's talk about DeSantis and Trump, Joe. Uh, we're going to have Roman Kozak on uh, later this week, I think on Friday, to talk more about this, to talk about the state elections. By the way, uh, but before we get Roman on Friday, how about another loss, Joe, in Pennsylvania? I keep forgetting to, to bring this up. Chris Deluzio defeated Jeremy Schaefer, the Republican, here in the 17th District. Shocking. Wasn't that, even close. That is amazing. Amazing to me. Now, 17th, <clears throat> I, I don't know what the entire... Beaver 17th. County went for Schaefer. The entire rest of the district, which is western Allegheny County, northern Allegheny County, the suburbs outside of Pittsburgh, went heavily for Deluzio. He won by 20... Almost 23,000 votes. Joey won by close to 7%. That, that's shocking. It's amazing. How are there that many Democrats in the suburbs? I don't know. But you, 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 you go right across the border in some places. It doesn't make any sense. When in New York, you got Republicans winning in, in House seats. Then just in Ohio, right across the border, you got Republicans dominating over there. Yeah. We told you about J.D. Vance will win by 10 points. I think he still is up by 10 points. That was an easy one. But Republican. I'll tell you what, I'll be honest with you. When I saw J.D. Vance have that big win and DeSantis doing, doing his, his work down in Florida, I thought it's going to be a great night. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Florida numbers, so Florida is just its own state. No voting models work for Florida anymore in the future. It's just that that's it. That is the reddest state possibly on planet Earth right now. It's redder than Texas. There, there, you, it might be. T- tell me how I'm wrong. Tell, tell me how I'm wrong. It's redder than Texas. No, you're you're not. And then Pennsylvania is officially a blue state. Um, is New York leaning purple? Is Minnesota leaning purple? Is Nevada? What is Nevada? Is Nevada a red state now? We we had a in a midterm <clears throat> election, we had a giant shift, and it went it went the wrong way for Pennsylvania, really bad. But we we had what looks like a giant shift where some. Some blue states are turning purple. I know. Well, I know. I don't know how much time you want to spend, but I, I have to say, looking at the positives, Nancy Pelosi, like I said, she's done. No more Speaker Nancy Pelosi. That means we control the purse. Republicans control the House. We have the purse. We're going to control the Senate. It's time Republicans put their time, money, effort, everything all together and have it go into that Georgia runoff. We still might be 41-49 going into that runoff, but it doesn't matter. Um, none of this shit that went on in New Hampshire where the guy running for governor Sununu wouldn't support the Senate candidate uh, Bullock or whatever was his name in New Hampshire if you're not an American first candidate if you're not going to be for the people you need to just step aside or you're going to lose I think it's pretty obvious now even Oz brainless monster Oz just proved that if you're not America first step aside I think you're going to disagree with me, Mark, and you're going to say we need to maybe move a little bit more towards traditional Republican stuff. But I I just I disagree completely. Um, No, I don't I don't think that at all, because I wouldn't call Ron DeSantis a traditional Republican, any any sense of the of the word. And that's what I want to talk about here as we wrap up. I know we're going to we have about five more minutes left. But, Joe, I got to ask you, I mean. Ron DeSantis, what he did last night, his victory speech could have been a stump speech for his presidential campaign. He ended it with, I have not yet begun to fight. 
I've been on the DeSantis train for a while now, probably over a year. I wish he would run for president. I wish Trump would step aside and, and get on board with DeSantis and still be the kingmaker, if you will, but throw all your weight behind DeSantis. Let DeSantis go and let him run. His star has never been brighter, and 2024 will be pretty much the apex of Ron DeSantis' political career. I, I mean, Joe, what do you think here? I mean, is this is this the, the shift that we're talking about? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I can't tell if this is a backlash on Trump or what. I mean, DeSantis is like an ultra-MAGA type of guy. I think people are just fed up with Trump. I just think, I just feel like I've said it before. He's just too divisive. A lot what of people told me that. A lot of people said the same thing you're saying. And I, I don't know. I watch CNN and I watch, I watch MSNBC. And, and that's the narrative they're giving me as well. So it's almost like that's what they want everyone to think. I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I, I still feel like 2020 was stolen from President Trump. You could say whatever you want. I still feel like it was stolen from Trump. DeSantis is a great governor of Florida. He's a great candidate. He's a great Republican. He's a great guy. I just don't know how he will stand up to the constant 24-7 arrows and just everything that he is going to get from the media machine. Trump is one of the very few people on earth that can, that could do, do what he did, go what he went through. I mean, look how, look how bad they attacked his family, everything. Very few people can go through that and Say whatever you want about him out of a short fuse, lashing out his tweets. I think that he was fairly calm in his presidency. And I, I'm sorry, I, would I get behind DeSantis if he was the, the nominee? Yeah, I don't think he's going to run. I think DeSantis is a team player. And I think the media is trying to cause a division in the Republican Party. And what they don't realize is there's actually a division in the Democratic Party. Well, Joe, I got I got to stop you. I have to rebut you. I mean, Trump did call him disantimonious at a, at a rally here in Pennsylvania. I mean, he's throwing some, some shots across the bow against DeSantis. And what did that do? It got all the media heads talking. So oh. until until it's until it's until it's actual the primaries, I'm not going to speculate. I don't think Sanders will run. I think that he's a team player. Now, if Trump decides not to run, I think Sanders is the first choice. Joe, though, just think about this. Now, we think, he, we think he's going to announce next Tuesday, the 15th, at Mar-a-Lago. He's already teased that in an announcement. Okay. Uh, what else would you be teasing on the 15th? You have a big announcement to make at Mar-a-Lago. Can you imagine, Joe, the outrage with people? Because Donald Trump is so divisive. People on the left absolutely cannot take him. They don't. You will have voter turnout like you've never seen before in 2024 just to keep him away from the White House. I just don't see how this is going to play out in the Republicans' favor if he runs. I mean, how, how am I wrong? I, I don't know how you're wrong, how you're right. I just know that, believe me, Trump knows everything you just stated, and he knows what he has to do to win. It, it, it's, it, it sounds weird saying that after what happened in 2020, but I don't know. I, I feel like I'm smarter today than I was in, in 2016, not because of just Trump, just because I've been paying attention to the political cycles. Like, you can't get things, like, past me anymore. And I, I, I don't know. Like, look, Ukraine, COVID, everything. Like I said before, it's all just, just one big show. 
the whole political yeah, but scheme. his ego is his ego is enormous. I mean, I just don't. Think you need one. Like, do you want to? Do you want another Mitt Romney? <clears throat> I, I I I know you need an ego. Every politician that's successful has has a big ego. Do you want one of those politicians that just goes up and shakes hands and all and is afraid to go for the jugular in the debate? Not. No, I, you I, don't. You don't. I, believe me, I don't dislike Trump. I think what the, his four years were a fantastic four years. People on the left are too blind to see that. All they see is bad orange man and hate him, and that's it. And that's it. There, there, there is no anything else there, Joe. That's all they see. You know, how bad is it going to get? You know, that's what Dan Bongino was saying today. How bad does it have to get to vote Republican up and down the ballot? I don't know. Let's find, we're we're going we're gonna to find out in PA. We As I told you before, find earlier, out. Yeah, we are going to find out. And as I told you earlier, in the, in the words of Hand of the, uh, Hand of the King, Otto Hightower, the road ahead will be difficult. So I love it, uh, though. I, can't, I cannot wait. I, I will say I'm, I'm, I, I really wish Mastriano would have won. He hasn't conceded yet. We'll still wait. When he concedes, I concede. Um, I, I, I'd be fine with a Senator Fetterman as long as we had a Governor Mastriano. That's no. just that's how I feel. Pennsylvania, with the Republicans still control the House, they still control the Senate here in PA. So, um, I it's think a fight. We're not we're not laying down now. If you would have told me, if you would have told me the day I started this podcast, hey, by the way, um, uh, spoiler alert from the midterms, Republicans are going to barely control the House and barely control the Senate. I give me that. I'll take that in a heartbeat. I will take that in a freaking heartbeat. You want to know why, Mark? Why? But it's just. It, it's attack time. If we have the House, we have the Senate, we're going after him. Biden knows he's illegitimate. I know it. He knows it. The people in his administration know it. And deep inside, I think a lot of Americans are starting to realize it. You are about to see a reckoning the next two years, the likes of which has possibly never been seen in this country, at least in the last 70, 80 years. COVID, government overreach, what Big Pharma did, the censorship of people on social media, with the help of our government, mind you, the lies by the media, the the 2020 election, what went on in Arizona there by itself in Pennsylvania, the theft of our tax dollars that were sent to a foreign country like Ukraine, the printing of money with, with the push of a button that has made basic goods unaffordable in this country, our energy independence. We're, we're coming after all of it. We want answers and accountability for all of it. We control the House. We're going to control the Senate. We're going we're gonna to have we're going to have the gavel. We're coming after. We want answers and accountability for what the fuck's happened the last two years, three years. Mark? Well, if we take the house, we're going to get it. Um, we're going to wrap up, though, and we will come back Friday. We're going to have a special episode with Roman Kozak, and uh, he will give us some more insight. He was heavily involved in, this, in these elections here in Pennsylvania, and uh, he's going to give us some more insight into what exactly went down last night. So we will see you all Friday. Thank you for listening. Share this out with uh, just one of your normie friends in the words of Jack Posobiec, and we will see you all on Friday. That's the show.